0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is former Houston Rocket player Joaquin
1: Hawkins with Cody Davis, and we are the hosts of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. Before we get started, we want to tell you guys about Aurora NutriScience. science It's a health and nutrition product that helps you get the vitamins needed for a healthy lifestyle. These are
0: three of the vitamins that I currently take. Exoflex. It's supposed to help out with joint pain. Curcumin works like Advil and it's good for inflammation. And vitamin D3 improves overall health and assists with strong bones and teeth. To try these products and more from Aurora NutriScience, go
1: to VivaLifeScience.com and use the promo code ROCKETS for a 10% discount at checkout. Again, go to VivaLifeScience.com and use the promo code ROCKETS for a 10% discount at checkout. installment of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, I'm your host, credential reporter for SB Nation, covering the Houston Rockets, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime.
0: Former Houston Rocket player, Joaquin Hawkins. What's up, CD? How you doing today?
1: i'm doing well man doing well thank you so much for coming back in the studio with me today the last episode of believe in the rockets i did by myself because i figured you was kind of busy as you getting your aau stuff getting getting all that stuff taken care of out there in california however um on today's installment of believe in the rockets we're going to do things a little bit different we're going to take the spotlight off of the houston rockets who are back in action tonight again the Los Angeles Clippers and yes as we know there are only two games remaining in what is one of the worst seasons in franchise history as the Houston Rockets will be playing their final home game of the season as they are coming in with a record of 16-54. and Wow. But we're not gonna talk about the 2021 Houston Rockets. We're gonna take a look back at two Hall of Fame members who are a part of this organization. And speaking of Hall of Fame, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pretty sure you all know the Hall of Fame class of 2020 will be inducted inside the Naismith Basketball Memorial Hall of Fame on tomorrow, which means the great, the one and only, Rudy Tomjanovich will be inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame on tomorrow. And ladies and gentlemen, speaking of another Hall of Fame member we want to talk about, the voice of the Houston Rockets for over 40 years, Mr. Bill Worrell has announced that tonight will be his final game, being the TV color analyst of the Houston Rockets. And look, Hawk and listeners, I'm not surprised that Bill is retiring, however, I just wish he would have done it at a different time because boy, as we mentioned, over the last year, it seemed like the Houston Rockets have lost nearly every important member of their organization and Bill Royale just adds to that list. But before we jump into everything today, I do want to remind everyone that this episode is brought to you by betonline.ag bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action bet online has you covered for all news scores and odds and it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up so head on over to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and you will receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts so as i mentioned at the top of the show rudy t will be inducted inside the basketball hall of fame on tomorrow and look first and foremost let me just say that this is long overdue rudy t should have been a member of the basketball hall of fame however we know sometimes there are some unfortunate people who have to wait just a little bit longer than some others and speaking of some others who did not have to wait at all ladies and gentlemen this is arguably the best hall of fame class ever because in addition to Rudy T you have Kobe Bryant who's going in who once again in my eyes this is the greatest player in basketball history along with Tim Duncan uh Kevin Garnett Tamika Kessions the, the the names go on and on Hawk, this is the greatest basketball class yeah. ever in the midst of all this Rudy T name is going to be called on tomorrow. And first and foremost, you talking about a guy who was one of the Houston Rockets first superstars as he became a five-time All-Star who averaged 17 points in eight and a half rebounds for his career. As we all know, he took over the head coaching duties for the Houston Rockets during the 1991 season, led them to -to back-to-back NBA titles in 94 and in 1995, and is still the winningest coach in rockets history by recording 900 wins as a coach his last season came during the 2002 2003 season hawk that's your squad <laughs> well the rockets barely missed the playoffs with a 43 and 39 record so halt as someone who was a part of that 2003 team what was it like having rudy t as a head coach
0: well let me first start by saying you said a little bit earlier that it's been long overdue i i totally agree with that I man i think uh we all can can say that uh but when you start to name some of those other members that's going to be able to part of this class kevin garnett uh particular particularly our, our guy kobe bryant i think it couldn't have been a better time because you have all these greats um that's going to be acknowledged and they they, they definitely deserve it but to have Rudy T there, I mean, I think it's fitting for him to be in the same class as those greats, especially Kobe Bryant. So um, I'm not surprised at all. Um, it is long overdue, but, you know, what can you say? Things happen when they're supposed to happen. And so it's good to see that he's being acknowledged at this time. Um, I'm going to talk about Rudy just as the person, not as the coach, um, not as the, the former player. Obviously. Um, Obviously, he gave me my opportunity uh, in the one year that I did make it into the NBA and and just his character, just his uh, dignity, um, how he went about his business uh, and just giving me as well as other players uh, that was there before I was and even afterwards um, in the league, just just giving them that hope, that inspiration uh, and just giving me the opportunity. Uh, I can't say enough about about Rudy. Uh, I do remember Uh, Time and time again, when I would walk into that gym, again, I'm a rookie, 29 years old, uh, trying out for the NBA uh, for my second or third time around. Because at that time, I'd already been cut by the Lakers in 96, uh, been cut by the Clippers in 98. So, you know, I'm hoping, like they always say, you know, third time is a charm. I'm hoping this is the charm for me. And uh, it couldn't have been a better time for me. Um, having a, a coach like Rudy, and I, I remember from day one, Scotty Brooks was the person, um, as well as Earl Curriton. They're the one that uh, called ahead to try to get me into camp with the uh, with the Rockets, and they told me, "Just be ready for your opportunity because Rudy's going to give that to you." Now, of course, you hear that all the time. You know, no matter what you do, be ready for your opportunity. But when you see and you actually have a person like Rudy T that not only will give you and gave me the opportunity, but he would articulate what is needed for me to make this team. But it was more so what I did well. He would always tell me, Hawk, just do what you do well. And I was a defender. I knew that was the one thing that the Rockets needed. Um, I was a big guard, you know, six, seven can guard the one, two, and three. And um, I knew that took on that role before I even got to the Rockets. But when I was there, i embraced it and he helped me embrace that and you know give me the the, the time during practice time to be on the same team with real mean steve francis i mean he he really just gave me that 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 inspiration and motivation that i need to prove that i belong and um so again every practice um during games i mean i remember one game particularly um you know i'm I'm playing hard diving for loose balls um one time I, I got a deflection. Um I collided with another player and it was a hard, I mean, collision, you know, and I, I popped up and um he said Hawk, you he said, Hawk, are you good? I like I'm good. He said, You damn right you good. You good for the change. So, I mean, just little things like that, man, he never made me feel that um, you know, that I was nothing other than Houston rocket and I'm, I'm so grateful and thankful for him now because all the lessons he he taught me in that year i'm now teaching kids that are part of my my au program so thumbs up for, for rudy t appreciate you man and um you know job well done job well done
1: one of the things i love most about rudy t he always seemed to be a pioneer of basketball and I say that because he was one of the first coaches who build a championship team by taking full advantage of the three-point line because a lot of people don't know when the three-point line was introduced I believe what was it the late 70s early 80s if I'm not mistaken not too many teams build an offense around the three-point line but Rudy T was one of the original coaches who not only had the three-point line instilled in their offense but once again he built not one but two championship teams based off shooting three-pointers. I mean, there was a time during those early to mid-90s, the Houston Rockets did lead the league in three-point shooting. And later on in his coaching career with the Rockets, he was one of the original coaches to start experimenting with small ball and hawk you just mentioned how you was a big guard what was it about rudy t that had him thinking ahead of the current nba when he was a coach especially during that time when you were ex- experimenting with that small ball experiment with him
0: well i think he just he's his own pioneer i mean he doesn't go with the grain and you know mario Mario, Ellie. Uh, he's always been uh, just an inspiration to me because just like I did he played overseas before he played in the NBA So Rudy wasn't you know, he wasn't so into big-name players and you know um, You know the all-stars let's get him over here No, we he wanted to take advantage of what he had and if it was a a Joaquin Hawkins no-name rookie coming in that has some talent. Okay, let's see if this kid really can 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 hang you know, with the big dogs. Uh, Marielli, as I said before, obviously won a couple of championships, um, you know, playing overseas. He just loved players that was hard-nosed, that that, that fought, you know, and, and, and didn't take plays off. And that's the type of player he was when he played. So I think it's more so him just, again, being that pioneer, um, being a, a leader by example, and um again not going and doing what everybody else is doing all the other coaches trying to get a certain player um he, he wasn't like that and, and that's that's why i can say that he's definitely the best coach that i've had
1: One of the things I always hear when I hear former players speak about Rudy T is the confidence that he was able to instill in in them. And Hawk, as someone who went undrafted in 96 and you got your first opportunity playing under Rudy T, what was it about his coaching style that gave players the confidence that they needed to succeed? Because in addition to you as a rookie, Uh, Rudy T also had to instill the confidence in Yao Ming who is of course another Hall of Famer with the Houston Rockets
0: absolutely Rudy had an eye not only for talent but he had an eye for what you did well and that was the first thing he would always say do what you do well don't we, we have other players that do other things you're here for a reason and because again they didn't really know who I was until those days that I was in training camp and I initially uh, I remember the very first day of training camp. I wanted to guard Steve Francis. I knew that he was an all-star. I knew the fact that you know he's a franchise player. Did he cross so, you up? Did he cross you up? He, he didn't do that. <laughs> but I but I gotta say, you know, this having a talent like Steve Francis, it only made me not only make the team because I was I was able to show that I can guard a player like that. Um, but you know, having him and Rudy T, to have the confidence in me, once I did get on the court with him, you know, he, he I didn't, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a hinder of of the type of player he was, and and Rudy saw that, you know, anytime I was out there, especially during practices, you know, with Yao, Ming, Maurice Taylor, uh, who was that, Katina Mobley, Steve Francis, all those guys, I didn't hinder their abilities, and so again, he said, Hawk, Hawk, focus on what you do well. You're a, a defender. You, you you get deflections you take charges uh, but when I was able to show him that I can knock down the three ball too he was like wait a minute we got we got something some some special here um but you know just him having the confidence and and being able to continue to let me know do what you do well hawk we don't need you to come over here trying to prove and do something else um that that was all i needed you know i didn't have that pressure um, every day to let me show that I can shoot the ball today. Let me see, show that I can dribble today. He was like, no, just do what you do well. And everything else uh, will play out. And it, and it did, man. It was, again, it's like a movie to me. This I still can remember every single day in training camp. And I'm with uh, the different coaches. And they're giving me their feedback from Rudy. But to have him, you know, come to me. Again, he's a Hall of Famer. We, we're talking about him for a reason right now. He's one of the, the greatest coaches that ever lived. And for me to be on the court, to be on the, on the team to have him as my mentor and my coach. And the, the main reason why I made the NBA is because he believed in me. And so, um, you know, I'm, just, I'm still thankful for it. And uh, again, man, I, I can't say enough. This is a, a good day for, for Rudy T.
1: In addition to Rudy T, as I mentioned, this is part of, if not the greatest Hall of Fame class Ever. Um, I think 2009 was really good when Michael Jordan, John Stockton, and I believe David Robinson all was inducted. But I I think this class surpassed that. And, Hawk, really quick, I do want to ask you before moving on, um, talking about Bill Worrell, can you just talk about how was it playing against Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan? Of course, we talked about Kobe several times on this show. But if you want to add Kobe name in this discussion, <laughs> go right ahead. You know, I'm not going to argue with you.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think when, when Garnett was in the league, I don't know if he was maybe hurt that game we played him. I'll have to look at, um, go back in the stats to see. Um, and I think same thing with Tim Duncan, man. I think he was hurt when we played. We only played. Uh, San Antonio, I think maybe twice that year, and if I, if I remember, I mean, I think they both of the times we played them, they make they were hurt. <laughs> but playing with Kobe Bryant, whoo, what what can I say? I, I remember being coming back home uh, for the first time, you know, since I was in training camp with the Rockets, and um, you know, had my my family, my whole family there uh, at the Staples Center, um, you know. I I had a chance to play against kobe in the past but to to see him and to you know to guard him is two different things you know love to obviously see him on tv but to, to see how he moves um just his mentality of of you know everyone hear about the about the mama mentality i i, I think it's even you know tougher to, to to guard him because you know this coming you know what he's about to do but you just can't stop it uh, i remember a couple of times you know he Roll uh, from a uh, with a lob with a Derek Fisher throwing a lob to him, and I was guarding him. and I, I had to eat it. I'm like, hey, you're not dunking on me, but you, you can dunk around me. <laughs> so, um, just to have different experiences like that, guarding him, it should try and make it you know tougher for him. Obviously, no one can just stop Kobe, and I wasn't even though I was trying to just stop him, I just wanted to make it difficult for him. And you know, I had certain moments during the games, I had some success, but. You, you can't you can't stop greatness and it, it was too many times where he showed how great he was whether he was uh double team triple team um you know one thing i can say is that i did i get a, i had a couple of wins against kobe so you know i might have uh, might have outplayed him i think he had 30 38 when we played against him um at the staples center but at least i can say we got the w
1: Yes, um as a matter of fact he did. I believe he scored 40 that game and but but you guys did get the W I must say that was one of the first time Kobe just went ballistic doing his 40 50 point stretches. I believe Shackles was hurt that game. I do remember watching that game by the way. <laughs> but uh with Rudy T going into the Hall of Fame on Saturday the Houston Rockets will officially have 13 Hall of Famers who have represented this organization at one time or another and Hawking listeners we might as well bump that number up to 17 when you look at the future of the hall of famers who are going to be going in who represented the rockets and james harden Dwight howard chris paul and russell westbrook that's going to be 17 but i'm going to say 16 because i do not count scotty pippen as someone who represented the houston rockets because he was only here for a year it was a lockout year oh come
0: on cd give him give him some credit he had the uniform on
1: it was a lockout year all right he was only here for one year and not only that he didn't even enjoy his time and he did not I feel he did not give the organization in the city his his all I guess he was missing Michael Jordan too much I don't know because when he went to Portland he had no problem of showing that he still has has had something left in the tank yeah so that's why I say I don't want to count him but you know. Rudy T being inducted into the Hall of Fame, I say what, in the next 10 years, we're going to be looking at an organization that's going to have 16, if you want to count Scottie Pippen, 17 Hall of, Fa- Hall of Famers within this organization. And once again, it just shows you how great the Houston Rockets have been as an organization for an extremely long time. Once again, shout out to Rudy T, one of the greatest coaches in history. Right and welcome back ladies and gentlemen to this latest installment of believe in the rockets only on the believe podcast network hawk and listeners over the past year this organization has lost a lot of people james harden russell westbrook mike d'antoni daryl Morey. the last time you and i was in the studio we was talking about tad brown who mm-hmm. said that he was retiring at the end of this season. And now we got to add another list to the people who's departing this organization. And that is the one and only Mr. Bill Worrell. Now, this is a guy who has been the Rockets' TV color analyst since 1981. Mm-hmm. 40 years, four decades. And when I moved to Houston and fell in love with the Rockets in 2003, To understand how long that was, the Rockets were still being broadcast on channel 51. Do you remember that Hulk?
0: Man, again, I I can't say enough about the the Rocket organization. I know they're not doing as well as we want them to do right now, Um, but the history is unprecedented. I mean, for me as a player, you know, you always want to hear your name called. And I've been very fortunate to have Chick Hearns call my name, Stu Lance, calvin murphy um obviously now bill and you know i didn't know you know coming to the rocket uh, organization i didn't know i knew about calvin murphy but i didn't know about bill i didn't know about who was doing the announcing i was just trying to make the team and so i just remember particularly doing certain games uh, it's actually a picture i just uh, uh, was talking to you about it's a picture of me bill and calvin murphy uh i remember that particular game and i, I played well man and i'm just happy the fact that we won that game but when they said that i was the player of the game and they wanted to do an interview you know of course i got nervous i'm like me who me but to, to be able to sit down with bill and calvin murphy and and to to hear him almost express like a certain gratitude of how i performed i mean i was honored um, because i knew the history i knew He's called uh, the names uh, Akeem Olajuwon, um, Charles Barkley, um, Mario Elie, Kenny Smith. I mean, all those guys, and now you know I can add my name um, to that list of players that he was able to you know talk about and and, and and really be able to let the the public know who I was as a player and, and even as a person. So um, I can't say enough about not only the the Rocket organization but to have Bill. You know, to be one of those announcers to to call my name night in, night out, uh, to say good things about me. I mean, it's, it's again, it's, a, it's an honor, it's a privilege, and um, I can't say enough. And I'm, I'm it's it's bittersweet. You know, I'm um, sad to to hear that he's going to be departing the Rocket organization, but you know, it's pretty sweet that I can say that he actually had a chance to call my name.
1: Hawk, I got a surprise for you. I don't know if it's from the game that you was referring to, but I actually found a highlight of Bill Royale saying your name and you you scored a fast break layup that was assisted by Steve Francis and and this is what it sounds like.
0: Stevie advances the ball to Hawkins on the drive, Joaquin Hawkins slices inside for two. (laughs) Yes, sir. That's Bill. Yeah, man. Like I said, man, to, to hear that, whew, it still gives gives me chills. <laughs> uh, that's, that's me during my younger years, but again, to, to have him, you know, one of the greatest, it's obviously the greatest for the Rocket organization, um, you know, to be an announcer, to, to call my name, it's just, again, what can I say? Uh, I'm, I'm privileged, and, and it's just an honor to say that, you know, I had a chance to play with the Rockets and have him call me, call my name. Mm.
1: Awesome, sounds good. I just wanted to throw that in there. When I when I found that highlight, I was like, man, I gotta play this for Hulk. I gotta play this for Hulk. <laughs> uh, but you know, I love how you. And, and this is why I love doing this podcast with you, because you can talk from, of course, the NBA perspective, um, yeah. playing with the Rockets. And of course, me now I'm looking at it from a, a journalist perspective. But at the same time, this is still my favorite team and a team that I grew up loving. And Bill Worrell is basically the voice of my childhood, because when I first moved to Houston right. in 2003, I was, what, 10? And here I am at 28 covering this team and the just knowing that Bill Warrell is retiring it's actually a little bit sad because like I say, he's a voice of my childhood he's the number one guy along with Calvin Murphy as well he's the number one guy almost every single night I heard his voice and his voice is behind some of my favorite highlights in NBA history, especially the highlights that has to deal with my favorite player of all time and my favorite Rocket, Tracy McGrady. And my favorite call that he ever did came during the 2005 NBA playoffs. It was game two where Tracy McGrady led the Rockets to a victory. I believe that night he had like 38 points, and he scored the game-winning basket. And just listen to the way BORL goes crazy.
0: They're not going to take it. They're going to go on. McGrady, six seconds, down to five, down to four. McGrady for the win. Yes! Tracy McGrady, outstanding, outrageous, simply incredible.
1: God, I wish you would've won that series, but this is a guy who covered Hakeem, T-Mac, Yao, um, James Harden over the past eight years. I, I think that's what I'm gonna miss the most about Bill Royale and how the way he was always coming up. And Hulk, really quick before closing this installment of Believe in the Rockets, did Bill have a nickname for you? Uh,
0: I can't remember if he does. Uh,
1: or, or did you have a move he used to do that he, gave it a nickname like i remember when t-mac used to dunk on people he used to say tracy with a facey
0: um i I can't remember that far back man um i know rudy t used to call me old rookie (laughs) (laughs) because i was 29 years old but i was i was the oldest the second oldest rookie in the nba doing that during that time but uh but that was the only nickname that i had
1: Once again, shout out to Bill Worrell, one of the greatest TV color analysts in NBA history and, of course, by far the greatest TV color analyst in Rockets history history and really quick before closing out this installment of Believe in the Rockets I do want to mention to all the listeners out there especially the ones who caught the latest installment of Believe in the Rockets according to Kelly Eco of The Athletic the Houston Rockets have signed guard Kyrie Thomas to a multi-year contract I wanted to bring that up because on the latest installment of this podcast I talked about how I wanted to see Thomas Armani Brooks and Kenya Martin Jr. be a part of this Houston Rockets team moving forward because all three of those guys have done a tremendous job playing extremely well to close out this 2021 NBA season. With all that being said, that's going to conclude another installment of Believe in the Rockets only on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, as Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24.
0: And you can follow me Coach Hawk 247 on IG, that is Coach Hawk 247 on IG. You also can follow me on Facebook at Joaquin Hawkins.
1: Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to Bill Worrell and Rudy T. Congratulations on being inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Solo, solo mint.